Welcome to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks, and got special guests in the studio today. First, Coach Nick Crabtree, soccer coach at All Good Middle School. Nick, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Special guests today, actual players for All Good Middle School that won the conference championship in an undefeated season this year. And first is Madison Hedgecoff. Welcome to the show, Madison. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. And then Chloe Tennant. Thank you for having us. A pleasure. Of course, Chloe, I've known Chloe for a long while, and I won't hold you know, anything her daddy's done or uh, <laughs> against against her here in this session. So it, it's awesome to have you guys. Um, I was noticing on Facebook just last night um, you, you had your banquet already pretty quickly um, after the tournament. So uh, big-time congratulations in order. Anytime any team goes through a season undefeated, uh, it's incredible, especially with the amount of competition that's out there nowadays and, you know, the AAU ranks growing as it is and all of that. Any undefeated season is a special thing, Coach. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, it's pretty remarkable. It's a great group of girls. No doubt. There's a lot that goes into that. And, um, you know, you got a lot of, of players who play multiple sports. I always ask coaches when I have them on here their thoughts uh, on playing multiple sports. And many of the college coaches that I've had here, uh, uh, unbelievably, uh, upwards of 90 95% like student athletes to play multiple sports what's your thoughts on that i absolutely agree uh i think you know they especially at this age uh you know we have we have players that only play one they focus on one but we have players that do both and i think them coming together is what makes the team even more special um over the years i've had so many you know kids that say well i've never played soccer before and i'm like well it it goes together you know, we have one this season who, you know, she runs cross country. There are actually a few that do that. And the, I've noticed that the cross country coaches love the soccer players and the soccer coaches love the cross country runners because it goes hand in hand. A basketball, it's all the same sport. It's just a little bit different in how it's played. And I think just the nowadays, just the fact that they're busy doing something constructive you know, rather than sitting home playing a video game or being out somewhere where they really don't need to be is also important. Absolutely. And uh, that's why I go up and down the hallways a lot and say, you need to play soccer or I'll say you need to wrestle something uh, because I know it helped me throughout my childhood. I, I mean, it's it, it's incredible. And um, the opportunities they get because of it, just to be involved in something is you know, you as a teacher know it, it's very important nowadays. There's a lot of other things going on out there that we didn't have to deal with when we were growing up that, that it's nice for these uh, student athletes to be involved in something like that. I agree. Uh, you know, I, I, in some ways I'm jealous because, you know, when I was a kid it was football, baseball, basketball, and that was it. And now they have so many opportunities. But like you said, they also have a lot of opportunities to do the wrong thing as well. So, as long as we have as many positive as we can, it makes a big difference. And we're, that's a good transition into what we're going into. We're going to talk about you growing up um, here in a little bit, but I'm going to transition a little bit to the girls for a second. Uh, Chloe, we'll go with you first. So varsity team, you both are eighth graders this year, right? So you'll be going to the high school next year. The varsity was undefeated, record of 13 wins. You had one tie. We'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, JV itself had a five-win record, three ties, and two losses. Undefeated at the Battle of Center Hill Play Day that's starting off this year. Um, 
the varsity team itself outscored opponents 54 to 10 and had six shutout games. Who's your goalie? Um, we switch out in and in goalies. I'm the goalie for the first half. We have three goalies, Emily and Amelia. And then it depends who goes in about how we're playing. And overall, we have three really good goalies on that team. We're pretty good to have more than one. <laughs> uh, especially on girls' teams. In the past, we've not had that. So that, that, that was a great thing to have. Wow, that's awesome. So, uh, Chloe, so in your eighth grade year, you've been at All Good. You know, that was the school of your choice. You, you probably could have decided where you wanted to go, and, and the zoning at that time was fairly open. So you decided to go to All Good, and you don't only play soccer. You know, what's the importance of for you for playing other sports? Um, I feel like it just keeps me in shape all the seasons round. Um, just if I'm playing basketball, I'm getting in shape for softball. If I'm playing softball, I'm getting in shape for soccer. It's just like a continuous circle that I'm staying in shape for. Do you ever feel with academics, do you ever feel like sometimes it's too much? I mean, I think that's a trick question. It's got to feel like it's too much sometimes. It does sometimes, but overall, um, thinking of the future, thinking about how I'm going to be well off in life, well off in sports, I think it's just need to think about it for the long run i think i think at that age it's a really good thing because you kind of get a survey of the sports so you get to play all of them but the the seasons are not nearly as long as they're going to be when you get into high school and college so you get a, a look at uh you know what the sport's all about so you can figure out maybe which one you know i don't i don't think you can probably play four sports all the way through high school if you do uh that's kind of doesn't happen a whole lot nowadays but this will give you the opportunity to decide what sports are best for you as you go on, correct? Yes. Okay, awesome. That's good. I think that's a great way to look at it, and it definitely keeps you busy. Madison, how about you? So same question there, uh, you know, why soccer, and do you play any other sports? Uh, no, I only play soccer, but I play soccer for the school, and I play travel soccer. Awesome. It. I definitely think it benefits you a lot by playing multiple sports because it, it keeps you conditioned for – things you do for soccer, but it can be stressful sometimes. But if you play multiple sports, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. Um, so we got kind of two ends of the spectrum here. You you stick with soccer and you play several sports. What other sports do you play, Chloe? I know softball, I play basketball. softball for travel and for the school team, and then I play basketball for travel and the school team, and then I just play soccer for the school. All right, and you're you're the soccer in in high school. Is that going to be the same? Just soccer? Uh, yeah, just soccer. I'm not very good at any other sports. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's the reason. Yeah. Okay, I get you. It's not that you don't want to. You just you don't feel like you're you're ready to do that. Yeah. All right, so Nick, coach, let's let's come back to you. I know you as Nick, so I'll probably call you Nick the whole time. That's fun, Coach Crabtree. Um, let's talk a, a little bit about your past and growing up. Uh, where where did you grow up, and what background in sports do you have? I'm from Oneida, Tennessee, awesome. and um, you know, as a child, probably my first official sport would have been karate. Uh, that helped me so much because I was a pretty hyper kid, and that helped me focus and uh, do a lot of things. I probably would have stuck with karate. I was one. Um, I was on my brown belt test, which in the one I was in, I was next to the black belt, and but then football uh, came around and. Yeah, if you know anything about Oneida, you either play football or you don't. So I did. <laughs> um, I did not play. I did play baseball in high school, but that wasn't my love. Uh, and basketball, I didn't like because it was inside. I, it just wasn't me. 
but I was a manager for football uh, when I was very young. And then uh, when my brother played all the way up, and then when I started playing, started sixth grade, and that was my life. It, it meant the world to me. Unfortunately, I was a fullback who weighed 145 pounds, so my career wasn't going to go into college, uh, more than likely. So that that's neat, and um, having that opportunity to be a manager at a very young age probably kind of set the foundation for you to be able to do that when you got into high school. Absolutely. It was just, it was a part of me, and I knew the coaches, they knew me, uh, I, I, you know, I've had a lot of managers, and uh I try to instill what I, I had, and it was just a work ethic. I remember I got a key as a manager, and I felt so important that I had a key to a cabinet. <laughs> and just little things like that uh, meant a lot to me, and I think that's probably what led to me being a coach. So I, I do know about Oneida. I actually had some or have some family there. Um, my uncle lived there for years. He passed away. It's been a while ago, but his name was Joe Brooks. And he actually did all the sports for the local radio station there. Yes, yes. And, uh, I he had, that he name. had a son. A, a son. My cousin is uh, we, John was his name, mm-hmm. but uh, I think he went by something else. So you may not even know that. But uh, lived there for years. And and you talk about Oneida and football is definitely very important there. Oh yes, uh, it was. It still is. I mean, uh, but just looking back on it, uh, that the history and to be a small part of it means a lot. That's awesome. Any, you played a couple of other sports, so, but football was your main one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I actually I played soccer once when I was 10 years old. Jim Barna Log Homes. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but yeah. Jim Barna was actually my coach. Jim oh, was wow. from Hungary originally, but we played 11 v 11 on a full-size field, age ranging from 5 to 14. It wasn't very well organized, completely different. But I did play, and I did enjoy it, and Jimmy, his son, actually ended up kicking for UT and then later for Carson Newman. So I I think that was my first introduction to soccer and never thought about it again until I was in college. Wow. So as you're you're coming up through Oneida, you know, uh, kind of a similar small town as as Cookville. Cookville's probably just a little bit bigger in population. But I ask folks this all the time that that are coaches – so when you were growing up, how how was growing up there in Oneida different than what you're seeing in the the players that are playing for you now? Again, uh, the big thing was with football. For example, you either did or didn't. It, it wasn't anywhere in between, and I, I wanted to be a part of that. I, I wish I would have had other opportunities. You know, I think of track, wrestling, soccer, things like that. I think would have been huge, but. The community support was huge, which was so nice. And when I first came here, I didn't see that as much, and it was kind of strange for me. Mm-hmm. I went to a few high school games, and I was like, these people aren't even watching the game. But now when I go, I get the same feeling that we used to have, where people are more involved, um, and it's a it's a passion. It definitely takes a village to run a program. And uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about the program and actually what it does take to run a program as a coach. We'll be right back.
What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks. Got Coach Nick Crabtree from All Good Middle School Soccer Program undefeated this year. Players Madison Hedgecoff and Chloe Tennant in the studio today talking about their amazing season that they experienced this year. You know, common thread there that we talked about, you, you went to Tennessee Tech. You decided to come to Tennessee Tech from Oneida. Tell me a little bit about your decision, why Tech was your place. <laughs> uh I was dating my now wife, and uh, she was at Tech, and I, you know, my grades weren't great, but once uh, she was a couple years older than me, uh, I got focused and buckled down, and that's what brought me to Tech, basically. Uh, but it was a decision I'll never regret. So, you know, I got to back up and talk about that a little <laughs> bit. So, you're in high school dating an older woman. Well, a college yeah, I, woman. I, 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 I somehow pulled that off. I don't know how, but. You know, and then held on tight. Didn't neither one of us thought it was going to work, but it, it it did. It's been a long time since then. So obviously, you probably started out in education at, at actually Tech, no, or? I was in business okay. at, at Tech, and uh, actually a junior in accounting. And the more I thought about sitting in an office, uh, not getting to talk to people, I didn't like it. So what really changed everything for me it was I got a job at the YMCA uh, here in Putnam County and uh, started out just as a lifeguard, became the sports and camping director later on, and that changed my life. Uh, I love kids, and they seemed to like me, so I thought that's what I need to do. You're also a teacher at All Good uh, Middle School, of course. So, what what curriculum do you teach over there? Well, I teach fifth grade math now, but I've my, I'm kind of varied. I taught first grade for 13 years at Baxter Elementary. That's where I went to after my Y career, and I just again I love kids. I couldn't go back and teach first grade, but I did uh, enjoy it thoroughly, and uh, came back and started teaching at All Good basically because my daughter was going to Cookville High School to play soccer. And I thought this is probably the time I need to do something different. I taught sixth grade for one year math, did actually science and math for a little bit, and now I focus on just math. So soccer sounds like it's been something that's been in your life off and on for a long time. Yes, uh, it came back uh, with the Y. I became the sports director, knew nothing about soccer. They asked me to run the program, and uh, <laughs> I learned from a lot of great people that taught me so many good things, and I fell in love. It is definitely the best first sport any kid can play, team sport, because they can succeed at it, and then you can go from there. Chloe, let's get your thoughts on that. Why, why soccer for you? I actually did play it as my first sport, I think. And then I just decided I didn't really like it. But then 
he came up to me in the halls. He was coming up to me for two years. <laughs> and I think I probably just got tired of it. And I said, I'll give it a try. So there's, there's your recruiting yes. uh, in middle school. So Teaching fifth grade, uh, I, one of the things I've always loved is I, I can see those kids and I see them running around. I, you really should try soccer. You really <laughs> should try soccer. And, uh, you know, and then I, I'm very glad I got Chloe. But, of course, I knew she had other sports. But there's been a few children. And I think Madison might be one of them just my encouragement of come try it out give it a shot um and that's and you know when i've had a few kids that maybe they didn't play a whole lot but just the experience they had and they would come back you know and thank me and how much to help them i do that as much for the wins i do that part of it as well yeah so madison when was your first experience did you play soccer at a younger age uh yes I actually played rec soccer when I was pretty young and I didn't plan on trying out in middle school I wasn't gonna try it at all but they didn't really have a team um for like you couldn't try out when you're in fifth grade so I tried out in sixth grade because again Crabtree encouraged me and a few of the older (laughs) girls encouraged me and I've kept playing ever since and it really got me to keep playing and enjoy it a lot more Soccer is one of those sports. I mean, you, you really got to be in shape. It, it it's not necessarily most of the time a high scoring uh, event, but uh, running up and down that field, you got to be in shape. What do you think about that, Madison? Is that something you figured out pretty quickly? Yeah. Yes. Definitely. You really have to know. Like you have to know what you're doing, and if you don't stay in shape, it will definitely affect how you play. Yeah. So good to stay in shape. And I, I still don't understand the game quite as much as I probably need to. My son, Will, absolutely loves it. And I'm not sure where he got that from, but he, <laughs> he, he did. watches it all the time. So, you know, you probably know a lot more about it. When you're goalie there, Chloe, uh, there's an offsides. You know, the, you can get into the, the area a little bit quicker than you need to. I, I see them call it all the time, but I don't know what they're calling. So that, that was learning the rules when you jump back into it in middle school a problem for you, Chloe? Did you pick it up pretty quick? Oh, yes. Um, I think the first game I played, I didn't know what offsides were. <laughs> and I think I got like four offsides that game. And Coach Crabtree, I think he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> but, yeah. So you learn pretty quickly, yeah. Yes. So let, let's talk about Coach Crabtree for a minute from your perspective. What, what kind of coach is he? You know, you got – coaches like your your daddy chloe that yells all the time and <laughs> you know coaches like me who's just nice as can be and never yells at a kid ha ha and ha, what type of coach is coach crabtree for you um he's not as mean as my dad <laughs> um but um I th- he just really like encourages people like when he sees something that he doesn't like he will tell you but he doesn't do it in an oh, you messed up, like, yelling at you, way. He does it as, oh, you got this, you can do better. And he just does that to all the girls, which I think it helps us so much as a team to really just pick up and encourage everybody. Awesome. How about you, Madison? Um, yeah, he's definitely very encouraging. And and you mess up, he doesn't get mad. He just tries to help you figure it out and help you fix it, which has definitely helped us learn better, I feel like. And definitely been a great coach overall. So I'm, you know, I don't know here. I'm, so you're telling me Coach Crabtree's never yelled at you? He's definitely yelled at us <laughs> when, well, he hasn't really yelled at us. He's been very, he's been stern with us when we probably shouldn't be doing what we were doing. But he tries to keep it, tries to keep like a good attitude and tries to keep us all happy. So he doesn't berate you. No. The encouragement that he gives you is kind of like, 
a pat on the back, hey, you can do better, you know, and, and, and that you're probably a lot more responsive to that than somebody breathing down your neck and, and yelling at you all the time. Yes, it definitely helps him not getting too mad at us when we make mistakes. You know, Coach, a season like this, you know, a lot of times you don't have to you don't have to yell as much because you got a team that's really getting it done out there on the field that that's had to be enjoyable for you this last year. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, but then again, sometimes you worry when when those moments do happen, uh, how they're going to react. And you know, you mentioned it earlier. We did have a tie this season, and we didn't come out and play well that game. And but I was so proud of the response that we had. And uh, you know, and then later in the season, the same team. It was Macon County. Uh, we have eleven teams in our conference, uh, and so Macon County really did a good job they had a good game plan against us and they tied us the first time and then we had to play them again in the tournament and i told the girls i want i hope we end up playing them i hope they win so they'll because we had a buy in the first round and we did and i'm going to tell you macon county probably played three times better than they did the first time against us but every time something negative would happen we would come out and play more positive and uh I'm so proud of them because they did bounce back, and I and I think I hope the encouragement helped. But I, I, that's how they played. They didn't play scared. They played well. Let's go win it. We're 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 not trying to not lose. We're trying to win, and uh, a big testament to these eighth graders for that. So, just real quick, what real quick thought process? What's your favorite memory from this past year? Oh, man, so many. But I would say probably that game just because it it didn't seem like we were supposed to win, except they wanted to win. Mm -hmm. They wanted it deep, deep down. And then, you know, Prescott games, we had two games against Prescott. Prescott was undefeated except for our our two games against Mm. them. And uh, the, the, the huge testament to them, they had a great team. They had a lot of eighth graders. They played really well. But we kind of had a game plan going in, and they they went beyond both times we played them, including the championship game. Awesome. We're talking to Coach Nick Crabtree, players Madison Hedgecoff and Chloe Tennant from All Good Middle School. And, ladies, when we get back, we're going to pose that same question to you. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. This is your host again, Sam Brooks. Got Coach Nick Crabtree, all good middle school coach. Undefeated season this past year. Players Madison Hedgecoff and Chloe Tennant in the house. Going to turn it to Madison real quick and kind of pose the same question uh, to you, Madison, as I asked Coach, what's your favorite memory from this undefeated season? When we played Macon County during the playoffs because we had tied with them like for our regular season, and that was a really tough game for us, but it definitely like, showed us like we really need to try and she like they were good they're a really good team and it was tough to play against them and we think we really came out and played a good game it was a hard-fought game and I think we definitely deserved to win that game with how we played and winning against Prescott during the championship was also like a really exciting moment because we haven't won in a very long time so let me set this up for the folks out there listening so it sounds to me like Macon County was probably undefeated. Is that who you tied? That's who we tied, but they uh, they ha- had actually lost a couple games. And okay, I think they just matched up really well against us. In, so you had to plan. you had to take care of them before you met Prescott in the championship. Yeah, they were definitely a very good team, and they had a lot of really good talent on that team. And some of those players, we just had a really hard time like keeping up with them. But we really came out and had a hard fight, and 
think we did great. Won it, got to the championship, right? Yeah. So let's transition to you, Chloe. What What was your favorite memory? And then we'll talk a little bit more about the championship game. Probably playing Macon County just because I think how hard we fought because we've tied them the last game that we played them. It really just, like, kept us going. Like, we know what we have and we know what they have. We need to come out, do this, this, and this. And I think it just really helped us, and we picked each other up. And when that last whistle blew, I think we all knew that we laid it all out on the field and that we deserved that win more than them. Very good. So when you when you tied, you had that one tie, and before that you had that undefeated going. So did Coach take you back and just run you crazy the next day, or did he not let you eat at home for two days or anything like that? He kind of just he talked to us a little bit about that, and he was trying to help us and tell us what we did wrong. And he got a little frustrated after we tied with that team, but I think he like understood that they were a good team and that it was really evenly matched. I think he kind of kept us cool and tried to help us as much as, much as he could. Sounds like they probably just matched up with you team-wise pretty good and not necessarily – more talented than anybody you played but against you guys had a pretty good matchup they had a really good goalie and i'll give her all the credit in the world uh she they had a good team around her but we you know we outpossessed them we outshot them it's just that soccer is one of those games that sometimes you know a good goalie kind of like a good pitcher pitcher in baseball can make a huge difference in a game and uh we just had to learn that you know and then the next time we scored four goals on them so it was uh we turned that around and probably sacrificed our defense a little bit um, but you know with these two Madison's our center back and that's very important uh, I, I tell every team I start with my goalie who's my goalie and then who's my center back and they're kind of like the quarterback of the team and these two girls couldn't have played it better so I'm gonna I'll turn that to you because you're coaching me in this game right now because I don't know a lot about it Madison so what's the main objective of the center back um, kind of just, you kind of just have to look at the whole field and realize what's happening and definitely to like help your teammates realize what's happening. And you kind of just, I don't really know. You just. Does that person call plays or defenses or anything like that? No, too? not really that because we pretty much have a formation that we run. It's just, they, they know they're the last one and she's got a lot of help. You know, we got amazing defenders and. Uh, Amelia and then Morgan on the other side. Morgan's coming back next year. She'll be my center back. And then we have two holding mids and uh, Palin and McKenzie, and they're just they're everywhere. They work so hard. We run a tough formation, uh, but I can count on these girls to run it correctly. And it, it puts a lot of pressure on the other team because of the formation that we run because it's a very offensive formation. But when you have goalies and defenders like that, you can do that. So let's talk about folks coming up behind you. So seventh grade looks like you got a pretty good uh, crop of, of, of players coming up behind you guys. And while I can, let me mention eighth grade team, and I'm going to mess these names up, I'm sure, Rowan Abril, um, yes. Ellery Bailey, Felicity Little, Amelia Franklin, Madison Hedgecoff, and Chloe Tennant are the eighth graders. And then the seventh graders are Emily Brown, Aubrey Childress, Morgan Davis, Adeline Everett, Palin Hudson, Lillian Hurt Sosa, Sarah. We just call her Sarah K. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to try. Kikachi. Kikachi. Yeah, that's what I was, I'm going to try that. Sorry, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize every time, too. Anna Lee Robbins and then Mackenzie Vester. So 
out of the the guys that are coming up behind you, you know, signal out one of them and tell why you think they're going to be good next year. Chloe, we'll start with you. There is so many good sixth graders coming up, but I really think Mackenzie is going to be really good all everywhere she plays. We she's a holding mid for our team last year this season, and she has just been everywhere. She's done everything. I don't I can't remember a time where she's messed up and pouted about it or nothing. She's just everywhere. She doesn't bring our team down. She brings everyone up, and she's just going to be such a good team player and a good component to the team next year. She's pretty quick, I hear, too. I've, I've not seen know. her play yet. Yes, I hear she's very. pretty quick. How about you, Madison? Who who do you think is going to be pretty good um, next year? All the seventh graders are very talented, and I wish I could say all of them, but uh, definitely Morgan. She... She was a left outside back for our team, and next year she'll take my position, so she'll, so she'll be center back. She always has a good attitude, and she just like kind of keeps it all together. And definitely, she's definitely played really well this season. And embraces defense. When you have players that do that, it makes a huge difference. So Coach, you're going from six eighth graders, and it looks like you've got nine seventh graders on the team this year that will be on – the team next year and these ladies are talking about how good they are so it looks like you guys are going to be pretty good again next year that group of seventh graders these girls know they're they're, they've been a special group coming up they actually got to play in fifth grade because we were able to bring fifth graders back that season and they've been a special group from the beginning and you know you got kids like aubrey who you know She's an offensive juggernaut that she can play anywhere. <laughs> you got Palin Hudson. Palin was amazing this season because two times we played teams that we had, we knew had a great player. Palin shut them down, and that's just a testament to her. Uh, and you know, Anna Lee, it's pretty amazing that group that we've got. That uh, they we had six of the seventh graders that started for us. And this was probably the first time I didn't sub a whole lot this year because, and again, testament to their fitness, uh, they went out there and they were able to play, and including these eighth graders. And I wanted to give a shout out to Felicity because Felicity usually came off the bench, and that's probably because she was so versatile. I could play her in several different positions. And uh, and again, she was she hadn't played soccer since she was really young, but she came out and helped us tremendously. I, looking at your roster, coach, I, I really only see one weakness, you know, on the <laughs> team this year and, and next year, and it has to be your assistant coach, Seth Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me tell you about Seth. <laughs> Seth is not only a good assistant coach; he is our top recruiter. You know, I, I think I do a good job of finding these kids in the hallway, but he'll come and bring me, hey, coach, I, there's a third grader that's going to be coming to All Good, and you need to check this kid out. He, I, I'm, I, every year, I'm like, it's just amazing. Uh, he, you know, I'm, his youngest daughter is a fifth grader now, so I've got him three more years, and I'm going to try to hold on to him. Yeah, Seth played football for me at Cooper High School. He was a wide receiver, and he, he could run, no no doubt about that. Soaking his daughters. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to uh, coach, assistant coach Chris Billings, too. Yes. Uh, of course, I don't know him, but uh, that's your coaching staff, you and Seth and Chris. He's our Chris is our SRO at the school, and he just loves to help out. And, you know, I, I'm so appreciative. I tell the, everybody – when I, I'll be thinking, I need to go talk to that kid, and I'll see one of them head that way, and I'm thinking, well, I don't have to because I know they're going to say the same thing I was going to say. 
So real quick, I'm sure one of your major goals, uh, Cookville High School's got a, a very good soccer program they have had for a while. One of your former players, Meg Ivey, is now playing for Tennessee Tech that played it all good and doing really well. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Tennessee Tech just won the, the championship for uh, girls soccer this year. So shout out to them. But it, it, it's got to be important for you. Winning is great, and, and that's something that's important, uh, and that's why they play but also preparing them for that next level, which in your case would be high school. It's it's so big. And, you know, and I know some of them don't, they're not going to play soccer and that's okay. But whatever they do, uh, I, I love watching them. Uh, I'll go watch them play basketball. Uh, you know, Cassie Gallagher was one of our best players. She, you know, she's a great basketball and soccer player. Uh, we've got several in college. Avery Brown right now is at Maryville playing soccer. And, uh you know, lighten it up. Uh, it, it it does a lot. It, it uh, this program. I've been involved. This is my twelfth season for the girls' team. Been there uh, ten seasons for the boys. Uh, I'm I'm so proud of that. And then that that to me is more important than anything else. Is just that legacy, and I hope it continues far beyond from when I'm coaching. So, Chloe, you're going into the high school next year. We could probably spend the show talking about what you guys' thoughts are going into a, a big school like either Cookville High School, Upperman High School, Monterey High School, depending upon where you want to go. So is soccer on the radar? It, it really, like, everything's open for me. I'm okay. not for sure where I'm going to go to high school, and I'm not for sure what sports I'm going to play. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's nice to be able to have choices, you know, and, and you know, logistics of where you live play a role in all that nowadays it, it, it's nice to be able to go to uh, a certain school that you want or need to go to so that's pretty cool so we'll be looking forward to that decision a little bit later on i'm sure you'll play multiple though if yes. i know uh, your daddy like i think i know <laughs> your daddy how about you madison have, have you got it mapped out yet um i'm definitely going to cookville and definitely still going to try to play soccer awesome i well i can't really play any other sports but <laughs> um <laughs> I their soccer team is very good there, and a lot of the previous players have played for all good. Go to Cookville, and I think it's gonna be really great to play with that team again. Well, ladies, I appreciate you taking the time to come over and share your undefeated undefeated season with us today, and and all the folks out there. And coach, congratulations uh, on you know maintaining a quality program for these young people. I can guarantee you that's needed nowadays for them. So appreciate all your work and all your efforts, and thanks for coming on the show today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.